Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Head over to the brand new friendoshop.com and get your latest Friendo merchandise. While you're there, use code Friendo Friday to get 20% off. And don't forget to pick up don't interrupt the game t-shirt right now friendoshop.com hey friendo steve here and lars and welcome back to going in raw the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here youtube.com forward slash steven larson available wherever podcasts can be found and of course taped live at the twitch and at the YouTube, we do it both now, so be sure to join us uh, Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesday nights for after Dynamite. Uh, usually we do Thursday Smash Zone. It's sort of up in the air. I got a family meeting thing I got to go to mm-hmm. tomorrow night, so I don't know. Maybe if we can finagle the time a little bit, but I don't know. Uh, and then on uh, Fridays as well, uh, so be sure to check us out uh, live for those episodes. Uh, and if you can't make the show and you want to ask us a question, you can hop on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Uh, you can ask a question for the show. We'll read it on the air. Yes. Uh, I also wanted to point out for patrons and YouTube channel members right now, you can vote on what we're going to do for this week's episode of Countout. We got two options for you. The first one is 10 wrestlers who had the best 2022. And the other one is you got it. 10 wrestlers who had the worst. Worst. 2022. Yes. So we're going to talk about all things AEW. Dynamite Winter is coming here in just a moment. But first, kind of surprised. The oh, last surprised. night, last night, Mandy Rose dropped the NXT women's title to Roxanne Perez. But now it makes all sorts of sense because according to Fightful Sean Rossap, this broke this morning. Mandy Rose has been released by the WWE. According to Sean Ross Sapp, Rose was let go because, quote, WWE officials felt they were put in a tough position based on the content she was posting on her brand army page. They felt like it was outside the parameters of her WWE deal. So she has a site. It's kind of like a variation on an OnlyFans thing mm-hmm. where people can pay money to subscribe to her feed and mm-hmm. then they can pay more money to get additional content Mm -hmm. and it's a a thing it's called fan time i think it's what fan time yes yes i think so so uh wrestling observers brian alvarez uh reported some details he had heard saying quote mandy was fired over photos i think technically not only fans it's fan time brian um i haven't seen whoa my pencil just flew away i haven't seen them but apparently uh, have been getting more risque, and WWE wasn't cool with that, even though they knew about the site prior. She was very much caught off guard by the firing. Fightful Select had an update uh, as well on the release, reporting that WWE sources told them that, quote, they felt like the content was not appropriate for one or more of their partner relationships, and she didn't seem interested in ceasing posting. Fightful also added, they had learned that Rose had, quote, indicated to others that she realized the content and nature of her page could get her, her in trouble with management. So uh, this is pretty interesting. Um, and what's interesting about this last bit here from Fightful, because my biggest question was, was she given sort of an ultimatum? Was she given an option? 
you know, either continue being a WWE star and stop doing this because you're, the nature of the pictures, I did, I did a little bit of research here. They're explicit. Mm. I mean, it's a straight up nudity. Mm. Um, and so you can, you can use colorful terms like risque, but you know, she's risque on her Instagram feed. Uh, I mean, half the superstars are, uh, Maggie sent me a video of Zion Quinn today. <laughs> on Instagram, and that towel's about as low as it can go without seeing some shaft, Larson. Okay, understood. <laughs> so, thank you, Maggie, for that, by the way. <laughs> Gorgeous human being, that uh, friggin' Zion Quinn. He's is. a handsome man, he is. So anyways, um, and, and she is charging a pretty penny to see it all, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um... So I understand the outrage about this. Like, I get that people think, oh, she should be able to do, you know, this kind of thing on the side. She's an independent contractor. The reality is there are billion dollar deals at stake here with a huge with with networks, broadcast partners and advertisers and. I do think that 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 I understand that regardless of how I feel about it or anybody feels about it, I kind of understand that WWE would look at what Johnny Gargano does on Twitch or what Mia Yim does on Twitch or what Dakota Kai does on Twitch and see that there's a difference there between that and then what's happening here with Mandy Rose. Now, if there was an ultimatum and they were like, hey, if you want to keep being a WWE superstar and she made the choice because... I, I don't know for sure. Yeah. She's probably making a pretty damn penny. Yeah, I'm sure. She, yeah. I would, I would imagine she's making a lot of money, but yeah, if there was and, a, situa- and I'd be shocked sorry, if I'm sorry, just this last thing. Yeah. And I'd be shocked if it wasn't a multiplier on what she's making in NXT. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I firmly believe that given that yeah. we've sort of seen before what, you know, the, uh, what, what women generally make in WWE, which is on average, much less than what the men make. She's probably making a lot more doing yeah. this than she is. In WWE, I would, so, I would, I would yeah. imagine so too. Yeah, it was a situation where they said to her, "Hey, this is an issue," um, you know, and, and and whether they asked her or more or less said, "You kind of have to stop doing this, or 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 you might lose your job," um, you know. But if 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 Alvarez is to be believed here, and who knows, and this kind of came out of of left field, where there was no conversation about. That'd be a problem. I'd have that a big be a problem. Major problem. That. That'd be a yeah, major absolutely. problem. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, if if you're you're right. If if it was just like, hey, we're shutting this down. You know, we're shutting. We're you're fired. Yeah. Because you're doing this. But the wording here seems like you know that the, the it's, she didn't seem interested in ceasing posting would make me think that they reached out and were like, hey, would you be willing to stop do doing this because of your job? here with WWE and if she said no because look at what I'm making here versus yeah. what I'm making there yeah. Yeah. Um, it doesn't make any sense for me um, Duckman here with the super chat says at the end of the day if you work for a company you're beholden to that company's policies if WWE says such a thing it's a no no it's a no no and I understand that she's an independent contractor but I also understand that like I said they've got relationships and it's one thing it's like I felt fine being Feeling, you know, that it was ridiculous that the Twitch streams got shut down. That yeah. was that seemed ridiculous because ridiculous. they weren't. If you're not doing anything, like especially Chugs, who literally like doesn't refer to himself as Adam Cole, doesn't talk wrestling, nope. just wants to have fun playing video games. What would be the problem with that? Yeah, um, I understand why there'd be a difference here. Um, and uh, and you know, all I can say is, you know, she she she's probably going to do pretty well for herself on this. And, yep. uh, and yeah, I don't know. Maybe Tony Khan would be interested in her regardless. I don't know. I don't, I don't, know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Don't know either, but yeah, I'm, I'm sure Mandy will, will do well for herself, uh, in the near future. And somebody here also in, sorry, not to interrupt, but I just want to get this before somebody, the 20 here in YouTube chat says, doesn't Scarlett have an only fans and WWE's given her a pass. I know she had one. Mm-hmm. I don't remember two things. Number one, I don't remember anybody mentioning how explicit it necessarily was. Mm-hmm. Um, and then number two, I don't know if she's still doing that It's possible, I guess, but I, I would imagine if there is a certain level of, of, Explicity, yes, <laughs> or that, whatever they would be like, they would be okay with that. Would be that being, yeah, 
and, and yeah. going back to the independent contractor thing with OB, I know they're independent contractors in theory, but by virtually every definition, they're not. Yeah, you know? yeah, which has always been a problem yes. in the first place. But um, even if they treated their independent, I mean, look, the, the, the independent contractor status does seem to be improving as of late, given that Gargano, Mia Yim, you know, a bunch of them are still mm -hmm. on, are back on Twitch, mm -hmm. rather. Um, and so it does seem like they're doing what they can that Vince wasn't doing, you know, mm -hmm. allowing them those opportunities to yeah, make yeah. money outside the company. Um, and that's why in this case, it's like, okay, well, maybe they did think that this was just too egregious. I would be, I mean, I, I don't know for sure, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's clauses in the contracts, you know, stating I, not yeah, in, there would in, have in, to be, yeah. in specific language per se. Yeah, you know, uh, doing things outside of the company that the company could view as harmful to the company's reputation, yada yada yeah. yada. Contractor is not to display pictures of butthole or the bottom of shaft. <laughs> so be careful, Zion Quinn. Careful, Zion. <laughs> Don't let the towel slip any further down. Yeah, we got a new member here, Fazzy Wazzy. Thank you very much. Justifiable Treason also for five dollars super chat says, "Can't wait to see you guys rip into this firing. This is China all over again. Ridiculous." Um, yeah, I kind of disagree. I think that, you know, this is just a, whether or not you believe she should be allowed to do this. Look, she, she can do this. It's just not while under WWE contract, evidently. And, uh, and that's just, that's just the reality of business when there's billion dollar deals at play, advertisers are probably not going to be in that. So, yeah, you know. it's a situation where there's, there's advertisers risking or threatening, sorry, to potentially pull dollars from the company than the company i'm not saying i'm not you know this is just how business works yeah right the yeah. company's not gonna let that happen you know yeah i mean robin says if she was driving drunk she'd win the tag titles we're making reference to the usos and those are it's it's a different thing though you know and what here's the thing i'm not making these choices but evidently the company believes it's a, it's a different thing you know i mean one thing obviously it's a, a issue with addiction for one thing mm -hmm. um but uh but yeah it, it you know it's a bummer i mean like when i saw it i was like man that's 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 a bummer it's a bummer mm -hmm. that she that yeah she was released i mean yeah. she had been the nxt women's champion for over 400 days she has put in a lot of work in nxt she's doing great work and she was doing excellent work yeah toxic attraction was an awesome stable mm -hmm. she had a really good reign as nxt women's champion yeah, and it's it is a bummer that that she lost her job. It mm, absolutely yeah. is. It is a bummer, yeah. um, and that's not to say that they won't bring her back at some juncture. That's not to say that she won't, you know, join with another company. Who knows? We might see her show up another wrestling promotion somewhere down the line. Um, yeah, you know. But if it's a situation where where someone went to her and said, you know, this isn't going to fly with sponsors, so. You know, could you essentially please not do this so we don't alienate sponsorship sponsors? And she said, "No, I mean it, that's it sucks, but that's you know that's that was that was the situation." And she chose, you know, the the, the avenue that would that probably paid her way more money. Yeah, I mean the, the the wording on the first part here. WWE officials felt they were put in a tough position based on the content she was posting. Make that makes it sound like they weren't exactly trigger happy on this. Yeah, you know, it's like, well, what are we to do if she's making? five times what we're paying her we either pay her five times that amount and hope she takes it and stops doing this yes I turn my light on or or, or she continues to do it and, and make herself a lot of money yeah and just doesn't work here anymore for the time being yeah yeah you know and, yeah and but you, you, you gotta hope that she was given sort of the choice absolutely here, absolutely yeah. it was a situation yeah. where they saw it and they just made the call right away without talking to her about it and that's messed that's completely messed up Mm -hmm. that's yeah. totally messed up. You should at least talk to him, talk to her about it before firing somebody. Um, yeah, so, you know, wish her the absolute best. And, oh, uh, man, she's terrific. Yeah, yeah she's awesome. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, hopefully she's very successful. Yeah. Now, Maggie has already said this is the same thing with Paige when it came to the Twitch stuff. You know, they said stop streaming, and she saw the numbers and was like, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. What's the worst yeah. you could do? Like, you're not going to take my, my Twitch revenue. And then they exactly. just sort of backed off. You know, they yeah. didn't do anything yeah. about it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, that's what, in this instance, they, they, they didn't back off. That seemed to have been one sticking point for Chugs. If, you know, I know he never confirmed yeah. that, but he was like, I'm not giving up my Twitch. So that's a non starter. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, whether or not that was the deal or not, but he ended up in a different company. 
and yeah, he yeah, still yeah. chugs. Yeah, so. there's still chugs. There's but still that was chugs. under the that was under when Vince was still. A, you know, and that was under Vince. Yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah. Now chugs probably be fine being chugs under mm-hmm. WWE. You mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. So um yeah. Anyways, uh, let's talk about winter is coming. Not quite. Uh, the sort of pseudo pay per view that we've got in the past. Yeah. I didn't check like last year's Here, I'll winter do that is coming. Quick. It just felt like last year. I know definitely the year before that, like the first winter is coming. I think that was the first one. It was like a big deal. That was when the Kenny won the title. Yeah, that's when Kenny won the title last year. Yeah. It was it was Hangman and and Danielson, Danielson. going an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, the main event was MJF and Dante for uh, the Dynamite Diamond Ring. Mm-hmm. I mean, like it was really, it was really highlighted, obviously, by the, the the first match, Hankman and, and Danielson. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the year prior, besides the Kenny and Mox, you had the Dynamite Diamond Battle Royal, mm-hmm. Jericho versus Kazarian, Britt versus Layla Hirsch, and then Darby and Cody versus Team Taz, Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs. All right. I mean, is that like a pay per view level? It doesn't seem like a pay per view. Whatever happened to Layla Hirsch? She's injured right now? Yeah, she. I think she has a oh. knee injury. Oh, wow. Okay. Boy, she was terrific. Yeah, she was really good. She's been really her in forever. My yeah, goodness. I know. I know. Wow. Yeah, I think it was a fairly significant knee injury. I think she mm-hmm. might be out. Hopefully, not much longer. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's a n g i dot com. Um, so so uh, yeah. it was bookended by uh, opening match. It's trio's best of seven thing. Um, open with that hammer came into play again. We had which I hope and I'm pretty sure is a worked injury angle mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. to set up the finish that saw Death Triangle take a three one lead over the Elite after the match. Kenny got in the mic. And says, you, you, all the matches you've won, you've used a hammer to win. So uh, let's just allow hammers and all the weapons. It's no DQ weapons allowed. And then they have like stipulations it. for all the yeah. matches now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think the what one after they, that yeah. was... They had it on the screen for a brief did. moment. They put it back up, but I didn't pay attention. And to I that think point. the last one was a ladder match. Okay, ooh, that's fun. That'll be neat. I can't remember what, I can't remember what match six, game six was. But it's, it, they're, uh-huh. doing, they're doing the, the, the Cleveland-Golden State final series from a few years back where the the Warriors had the 3-1 lead and then the Cavs won three in a row. They're leaning very heavily into the NBA references, of course. Uh, the round ball yeah. rock for the Right. The Nick Jackson had a Willis Reed moment yeah, uh, where he comes back out after being injured, which is no, I mean, wrestling's no stranger to that convention anyways, but still, uh, whenever somebody comes out, you always call it the Willis Reed moment because it's yeah. he sort of pioneered it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Hammer came into play, therefore uh, uh, they're going back to hammer and they're down three one. So looking ahead, mm-hmm. um, I I think that the I think the elite wins this. Yeah. But is there any chance, given that we'll have seven matches at that point? Because I think it's definitely going to seven. Oh yeah, absolutely. They, they well, go to yeah. seven. Is there any chance that we've had so much of this that Death Triangle's able to stave off the 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 attempt at the elite? I mean, we uh, we, we thought that the elite were going to win in the first match. That we weren't going to get a best of seven, so I Nobody suppose that's possible. Yeah, <laughs> nope. yeah. I, I yeah. would, I would imagine anything is possible. But I, you know, I, I, I think the whole point of this is to, rather than just have both teams look really good in a match and have the elite walk out with the titles, they're going to have both teams look really good in seven matches. Um, 
and yeah. have the elite walk out with the title. So even in yeah. defeat, Death Triangle looks like a million bucks, and they got a little bit of a story going through these matches as far as a dynamic between the Death Triangle involving the Hammer. Pack obviously pro Hammer, Penta oh, yeah. pro Hammer, yeah. Phoenix. I'm not quite sure he's 100% anti-hammer. Who used the hammer tonight? Penta. Okay. While Phoenix had uh, Nick's foot kind of kick. Yeah. I mean, he used it out of necessity in match two? He used it out of necessity in a single match. Yeah, in match two. One match. It match seemed like two. he was really into it when he won that match, but then every, every instant after that, he doesn't seem to be too keen on hammer. It's not huge on hammer. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, hammer. Let me ask you this now. Next match is on uh, what? It's not Rampage. It's on Dynamite. No, they're on Dynamite. Yeah, it's on, they're on Dynamite. Dynamite. Yeah. Why would anybody show up to that match and not immediately have like a bag of hammers and start chucking hammers at people's heads? It should be a Batman utility belt full of hammers. Right, yeah. And you just start throwing them at the other guys. Yeah, yeah. Really, they should they should have some like hard foam hammers that look and feel like the real, not feel, but like, you know, they look, look like yeah, the real yeah, thing they, and they they've got legit, a little bit yeah. of, of like heft to them, a little bit yeah. of weight to them. So it looks like they're just throwing hammers at each other. Exactly. And they sell the shit out of them. That's how it should start. Then you just go do whatever. And then after that, it's just, I'm sure, wrestling moves. That seems like a step down from throwing hammers, but that's cool. There should be no nothing that happens in that next match that doesn't involve hammers. Absolutely. Absolutely. Arm drag. If you're going to do an arm drag, make sure you do it with a hammer. Yeah, do it with hammer or on hammer. Uh, main event, we had MJF retain the AEW title, as we kind of thought he would. He cheated to win, as we kind of thought he would. But uh, and then was confronted by Brian Danielson after the bout. It seemed pretty clear based on uh, the way they wrote off William Regal that Danielson was going to be MJF's next opponent. Keeps on calling him out. Yeah, yeah. Um, the surprise of the night was uh, action. Uh, Andretti action. Andretti defeating Chris Jericho. Yeah. Clean. Yeah, wow. yeah, big time. They're doing a crisis of confidence storyline for uh, for the Ocho. That was pretty awesome. And then action Andretti. Got his own AEW now is uh, Action Andretti's all elite sign. Yeah, he is signed with the company. A real like from what you could tell from this one match. I know other people said they've seen him on Dark and Elevation. Mm-hmm. Somebody here in chat said that he's like a local wrestler there in Maryland. Um, but uh, phenomenal talent. Yeah, like this dude was doing some really really cool stuff. Yeah, he was. Uh, good young pickup here for AEW. Mm-hmm. Maybe he'll land in Ring of Honor for a spell. I don't know. They got to load up for that a little bit. Um, and given that he's in the Jericho thing, Jericho's upset about Ring of Honor stuff. Um, but uh, but yeah, now Jericho got upset by uh, this this as he referred to him jobber, mm-hmm. and uh, the crowd went the crowd was fired up for this. Jericho made him look like a million bucks. Jericho, god damn man, Jericho's been doing such a great job with all of his mm-hmm. matches lately. Made this guy look great, and uh, and yeah, the the dude got the win and a contract now. Uh, so yeah, the, like you said, the crisis of confidence is going. Love it, love mm-hmm. it. But went for a story mm-hmm. like this for a while. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, hopefully it plays out as well as I imagined it would in my mind. Oh yeah, absolutely, man. In your mind. All right, let's dive into let's winter is coming. It kicked off with the elite versus Death Triangle match four, and uh, uh, pretty early into the match, Nick Jackson had seemingly injured his ankle. After a dive to the floor, they did a decent job making this look like he had actually fucked it up. He was taken to the back, and then just it's a match with these guys. Just a bunch of stuff happens. Yeah, a bunch of stuff happens. <laughs> Again, I mean, yeah, Kenny's isolated for a bit. Uh, yeah, he, he eats a lot of stuff. Pack's going for a black arrow. Kenny evades that. And that's when Nick makes his way back down to ringside. He pushes back past uh, Michael Nakazawa to get on the apron. Kenny tags him in. He's going on a little bit of a run. Uh, until he's looking for a super kick on Phoenix. Phoenix catches it. And then while Pac is distracting the ref, Penta gets in the ring with Hammer and blasts Nick right in the leg with it. So Phoenix hesitates for a moment and then puts uh, Nick in a knee bar. Nick taps. Yeah. yeah. Literally, I said, oh, he's not tapping. As soon as I said that, Nick started tapping. Whoopah. Well, speaking of predicting things, congratulations. You're the official final. Big red winner. He can now stay in the background there in your little shrine in perpetuity, Larson. Hey, yeah. So we're not doing. So I we're for sure not doing 
predictions as they're known right now. So I can still cash in, right? I have money at the bank. Oh, man. I wish you had. Ooh, you want to cash in real quick? Sure. That's why, Come that's on, why I bring it up. We, I, I forget what, what was your final point total. I had 75. Here. Uh, I have 75. You have 66. And Enforcer has 54. All right. This is about padding the stats. Yeah, absolutely. I'm down for this, man. I thought you were going to say, hey, now that I'm going to have it forever, can I pee on it? Well, I mean, I could. Why why would I have to ask? Well, I don't, you know, I mean, technically it's both ours because somebody gifted it to us. I understand. Yeah. So it'd be polite for you to ask if you wanted to mixturate it and just clean it off before I ever, you know. Right. Well, if you wanted to soil it, you know, you could. Anyways. What number? I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna pick. I'm just gonna do this, and then you tell me to stop. And whatever I'm on, it'll. I'll do that. Stop. Wow! Big four. Nice. Oh, <laughs> 79. Woo. Woo. Well done, man. Well done. Um, I was happy. I was happy. Enforcer won three times this year. Same. That yeah, was I'm awesome to see. Uh, but uh, I'm kind of over it. So it's three, uh, I three, like... six. I won six times. Mm, you won yeah. three. Enforcer won three. Nice. Yeah, man. Good job. Well done. Looking forward to new challenges. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, so, anyways, moving. So, anyways, on after afterwards, the match. afterwards, after the match, after Nick taps, uh, Kenny drops a promo. He says, "I got a message for you, uh, you and Death Triangle." Uh, it says if, if you know people who pay attention to sports, three one deficit's pretty huge, and every match you've won, Death Triangle, you've won using a hammer. Mm. How about next match we make the hammer legal? And since I'm not really one to use a hammer, how about we make all weapons legal? And let's just make sure there aren't any rules at all. Let's make it no DQ. Yeah, man. I, although I am confused, why would the cleaner not use a hammer? I know that a cleaner doesn't necessarily use a hammer. No. Uses a broom, but. Uh, but yeah, like God, it's a hammer. Why wouldn't you use it? I know, I know. Yeah. It's quick. You can just quick strikes. Good lord, we had this really long MJF interview. Yeah, it's backstage so, uh, interview. It might be the longest backstage interview I've seen in a very long time. <laughs> this was incredibly long. Either, hey, they're getting every 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 dollar that they're paying him. They're squeezing it out of MJF. Anyways, he says, "Congratulations, Ricky. You cut your first great promo since we were all rooting for you." They're calling it a star-making performance. He says, you know what's funny? The first time I was on AEW, was already a star. I'm batting 1,000. He says, how many times a bat did you have before you hit that homer? He says, I'm the star maker. That's why you're a star. Then you had to talk about your upbringing. Oh, I got raised in a dumpster. I don't care. It doesn't matter. He says, the only thing that matters is are you AEW champ? He says, the people relate to you because uh, uh, like yours, their lives suck. He says, there's me. Uh, he says, I had it easy, and you're right about that. I was born rich, attractive, witty, and pretty, and I'm not apologizing for it. He says, but he's not done. He's still talking now. It's more. He says, let's talk pressure because tonight I'm under no pressure. I'm already champion. The guy, everybody hates me. Nobody's rooting for me. Uh, he says, so I have nobody to let down. But everybody wants you to win the big one. But can you do it? That's pressure. And tonight we're going to find out what happens when pressure is applied to the pebble. Will he turn into a diamond they want him to be? Or will he turn to... Dust, dust. It was a lot longer than that. You just, I'm, you, you, you truncated it. Was, it's, it's, it. You, you I tried to get the, the essence, the, very the well. essence of it. But if, yeah, I can't do word for word live because I'm not that fast of a type. You're not a what is it called? A stenographer? Stenographer. Yeah, but they don't have like a full keyboard. They do like a weird shorthand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think Jordan that. Grace was a stenographer. Yes, I think that's right. That's crazy. I think you're correct. They probably get that. paid good money to. Learn I would think so. That's a very specific language. skill. Yeah. Can you please read back to me what he said? Uh, he asked to roll the uh, thing back. if I can pee on Big Red. Thank you. Will the record please show that he wanted to pee on Big Red? <laughs> well, I would say objection. <laughs> it's right here in the words, man. <laughs> that, 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 asking the question doesn't necessarily uh, uh, state obvious motivation. Overruled. Moving on. The acclaimed promo came out. Uh, but before, uh, after, uh, let's see, what uh, Caster's rap. Yeah. Referenced Elon Musk be- yeah. being booed at Dave Chappelle's concert. Yeah. Uh, and also, oh, uh, Griner coming home, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So anyways, but before they get in the ring, they're attacked by Sanjay Dutt, Jay Lethal, and Satnam Singh. And of course, wrestler of 2022, Double nah. J, Jeff mm-hmm. Jarrett, Ain't He Great. Be-do-dee-do. 
So, uh, anyways, uh, they they just completely annihilate these guys. Double J sends Caster in the ring steps. They put him in the ring. Jarrett blasts him with his guitar, of course, and then he gets on the mic and he says, "Hey, uh, he says, hey, claimed. Do we have your attention now, you little bitch? Why don't you scissor this, slap nuts?" And then Lethal and Double J, your future tag team champions. No, this is close to getting the tag titles right there. What is happening to the tag team division, Larson? That that, that now it's, uh, Double J, Jeff Jarrett, and Jay Lethal, who we I, we love Jay Lethal. Their contender, they could Jay, they couldn't find another guy for Jay Lethal. I mean, he, I guess he's a Hall of Famer. Double J is mm. so so the acclaim could see say, hey, we beat a team with a Hall of Famer on it. Oh, there you go. That's okay. why. That's good. It's about padding that resume for the acclaim. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Building right. a legacy. That's what it's about. I'm with you. You beat a Hall of Famer. Uh, then we got a JAS interview. Jericho says, uh, let's talk about uh, Final Battle. Says the giant swing is barbaric. It should be banned. I'm going to take my frustration out of some jobber to prep for my rematch against Claudio. Oh, he says Claudio as champ is as much as a flash in the pan as Joe Exotic or Ricky Starks. And then, and then uh, Daniel Garcia is asked about losing the title to Wheeler Yuta. He's about to talk. Jericho interrupts and says, you know, you shouldn't have lost Wheeler, but you just need some advice, some mentorship. So you need to shadow your elder, Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara. And then Garcia is rightfully confused. And Sammy just starts talking a lot of crap about Mox because he has a match with him on Rampage. Yeah. So Sammy Guevara is... Okay, he's 29 years old, and Garcia's, what, like 25, something like that? Yeah. I'm sorry, Garcia, Garcia. All right. So, I mean, he is. You know, there's no I know. They, I mean, he is his elder, but when you hear it that. Is pre- it's pretty funny, yeah. You, you think, oh, you, you're going to shadow me, Chris Jericho, or yeah. even Jake Hager. No. Hager, yeah. Sammy nope. Guevara. Sammy Guevara is going to have a blast with that. That actually could be kind of funny. So, like, now is Garcia going to get, it's like, oh, man. I thought I was out. You know, I did the pro wrestling thing, didn't like it. I came back, and now they're treating me like an asshole. So now this is going to be the reason I leave? Yeah. <laughs> kind of a mess. You know what's funny, man? Like, just not to take this on too much of a tangent. But uh, <clears throat> what was I? I was thinking about something today. Oh, I don't know what I was thinking. Of. I was thinking of Triple H and how, like, just the his booking style right now just seems to be incremental steps how he just needs to move things along well tony Khan's is like we'll do this thing and then we'll go back to it and then we'll go this thing and we'll do this thing and we'll do this I thing know, over here i know and then we're gonna move really fast here but we're gonna move really slow over here it's like just can anybody just hire scott demore to run a cable tv wrestling company like a real channel not access you know yeah, can, scott everybody, everybody has yes scott demore is absolutely perfect in his well i would say perfect you had it right the other day, man. I was cracking up about that today. I was thinking about it. What? You said, <laughs> I was like, except having Bully Ray in the main event. You said, well, Bully Ray is like their Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was so perfect. <laughs> He's their Brock Lesnar. Makes all the sense it in the does world make when all you think sense. about it that way. It is. It does make all the sense. So then we had uh, uh, Brian Cage versus Jungle Boy. It wasn't a street fight. It wasn't in Philadelphia. Um, so Brian Cage is dominating early. As soon as Jungle Boy walks out, he's holding his neck like me when I wake up in the morning. Oh man, yeah, it's wrecked. And then, like Jungle Boy, I thought, uh, or like myself when I wake up that way, I thought Jungle Boy is in for a bad day. Um, <laughs> so Cage is dominating early, and then Jungle Boy would get little spurts of offense. Then uh, Cage would generally just kind of stop it, put a halt to it, hit some power move. Um, at one point, though, Jungle Boy counters an F5 with a destroyer, puts Cage in the snare trap, and then Prince uh, Nana gets on the apron to distract the ref while Cage is tapping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Jungle Boy releases the hold, um, and that leads to Cage looking to hit a clothesline to Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy ducks that. So Cage knocks Prince uh, Nana off the apron, mm-hmm. and then Jungle Boy rolls up Cage to get the win. That's right. So uh, afterwards... Uh, Jack Perry says, at full gear, I beat Luchasaurus. Tonight, I beat Brian Cage. So I want the biggest bitch there is, Big Bill. Big Bill Morrissey. He says, come out here. And then Stokely instead comes to the ramp. Taz makes sure we all know that's not Big Bill. Uh, And he says, uh, you know, you pissed me off. And you're going to see two things tonight, Jungle Boy. The bottom of Big Bill's boot and the back of my hand. Because you a little hoe. (laughs) And then Jungle Boy 
not appreciate uh, not appreciative of being referred to as a little hoe, runs up the ramp. But he's met by uh, Lee Moriarty and Big Bill. Yeah. And they lay him out, and Big Bill hits Jungle Boy with that big old choke slam yes. of his. And then the segment got ridiculous because Hook comes to the ring to make the save, and for some reason, Lee Moriarty right. and Big Bill leave. Right, man. They like, they bolt. They're like, oh my God, this five foot eight, you know, 98 pounder is going to come and get Big Bill. They run. Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any no, sense. No, not a bit. So then we had a Mox promo. Yeah, that's right. And he's got a, what's his face? Uh, Claudio behind him and uh, Wheeler, Wheeler behind him. Wheeler, yeah. And he says, you know, last week I said we said we were going to make a statement. Last weekend we made a statement. 2023, uh, we're going to run things. And Claudio's like, yeah, we're putting everybody on notice. And then Wheeler starts talking. It's like, why are you doing that? He says, if you want to achieve greatness, you got to fight like you're already dead. And then Mox says, yeah, that. that's right. I don't, I don't know. Get what that. It doesn't make any sense. Dead people can't fight. No, they can't. I mean, zombies, yeah, but well, maybe the idea undead. is you got to fight like you got nothing to lose. Oh, okay. But that's different than saying you're already dead. That is different. That's like on you know almost anyways. So Mox says uh, we got one last worm to stomp out. In he JS, says, uh, I meant to add in, that. Yeah, in again, the like life taking notes on on promos is tough because I'm not that fast a typer. Sammy Guevara next Friday on Rampage. I'm gonna stomp your face until you're dead. And Hangman, you know where to find me. And bring your Dark Order friends with you. Yeah. Uh, then we got a, a, a Swerve promo. He says, Keith, I've given you everything. Next week we'll have our meeting. Uh, but you're not a friend. You're not a partner. You're not family. I have no family in this industry. I have affiliates. Oh, yeah. Next week we're going to have our meeting, huh? Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like it's 1-1. Swerve left Keith Lee. Keith Lee left Swerve before that. Just, you know, you guys make a good team. Just get it together. Or feud. But enough of this, like, uh, I think we're feuding, but we're not really feuding. Oh, team. at the end of this meeting, I guarantee you, one of those two things you mentioned is going to happen, Steve. All right. We shall guarantee. see. Guarantee. Uh, we next shall week, speaking see. of guarantees, the guaranteed victory for House of Black. They're taking on the factory. I don't mm-hmm. know what Nick Camarado was doing. He throws toothpick in uh, Julia Hart's face, and she misses him. Oh, yeah, that's what you get. Yeah. And then House of Black proceeds to absolutely annihilate the factory ringside, except for QT. He's in the ring opposite Malachi. Dude, but, like, what, Buddy, Buddy had somebody oh on the God. announce table and then did his finisher to the that person with another person I think on he the had announce solo table. On or on the, the table, table. I think he had Solo on the table. Cole Carter was he, one of them. And I think he took Cole Carter... And like just like rammed his head. I think he was supposed to get more rotation, but it was God. his finish. He just, he was doing his finish on it. Yeah, it was rough. Anyways, so uh, House of Black takes out everybody ringside. Uh, QT and Malachi are, are standing in the ring. House of Black surrounds the ring. They're on the apron, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. for whatever reason, QT runs to Malachi. Malachi hits him with a black mass for the win matchup. Yeah, he just ran right into it. Again, I have to ask myself, why is QT on my TV? They have like a bunch of other people they could have used for this. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, after that, we had a nice little Hikaru Shida, Jamie Hayter video package. Uh, their title match is next week mm-hmm. on Dynamite. I don't like Hikaru Shida's odds very well, but that should be a hell of a match. Oh, it should be great. It should be should great. Be Hopefully really they good give one. a ton of time. Hopefully they do. After that, we got a Britt Baker interview. Um, she says, uh, you got to stop acting like Sheeta beating Jamie is going to be a thing. It's not going to be a thing. The only thing Sheeta is famous for around here is breaking my nose. And then Sky Blue steps in. And uh, uh, Britt asks, what are you here for? And Sky yeah, says, Britt, you're good at talking. I can hear you all the way over there. Let's see if you can wrestle as well as you run your mouth and challenges her to a match on Rampage. Wow. Uh, then we had Chris Jericho versus Action Andretti. 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 I think my Mills Junior High School teacher, my PE teacher, was Mr. Andretti. No, I think of Mario Andretti, the car yeah. driver, the yeah. racer. He was old. Not the car racer, my teacher. He's probably no. dead by now. Anyways. But he was yeah. also very fit because he's a PE teacher. Yeah, well, okay. I mean, they don't they're not always fit. Yeah, I was gonna say. This guy was. He was like one yeah. of them old leathery guys, you what know. Mean, like Jack Lane? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of very wiry, you know? So maybe he's probably still, maybe he's like 110, still alive. You never Could know. Be. Anyway, so yeah, this match, like, once it went to picture in picture, it was like, oh shit, this is going to picture in picture. Yeah. 
Well, I'll be honest. Like when as soon as this match was, I saw what his opponent was, Jericho. I was like, because originally I think I put four confidence points. And I was, I, I had five, and I was like, there's a chance here. I'll go down yeah. to four. Yeah, I uh, I did not think that was going to be the case. I felt like every moment that like you know Jericho would come back, I'm like, oh, he's going to hit him with the Judas effect midair. No, all right. And then, yeah, just up until the very end, this dude was just doing move after move. Yeah. Uh, in the end, he hits a standing shooting star press and got the win here. Yeah, it was a lot Pretty of fun. Cool. And and as you mentioned, Jericho did a hell of a job uh, getting action on Drotty. Andretti, gosh, I did too. Over. And uh, and then and then laying down, taking that loss. If you're Andretti, what would you rather do? Go to the Ring of Honor? Or would you rather be on... Uh, Dark elevation and occasional appearances on Rampage. I mean, more people are probably going to watch Dark and Elevation and occasional appearances on Rampage. They're probably going to watch Ring of Honor to start. That's almost a certainty. So I'd yeah. take I'd take that route. Yeah. As far as just getting being involved on a larger platform, that's that's how you do it. Yeah, I mean, a case could be made, you know, big fish, small pond type situation. But know? I think in Ring of Honor, there's probably a better chance of him having longer and more competitive matches. Yeah, problem right, is yeah. that not as many people are going to see them. Yeah. Now, I think I'm with you. If you can stick to it, come on, like AEW's main roster. Ring of Honor yeah. is basically like NXT. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm with you. I think you go to cable TV. After that, we had a Ricky Starks promo. He says, I woke up knowing I'm the man. I'm the man. He says, tonight I get my shot for the title, and it's fitting I get it in my backyard. He says, it's been a long road for me since I got here. I'm doing it tonight. I'm winning it tonight. I'm grinding. I've grinded. I've paid my dues for 11 years. He says, Max, you want to talk about a star-making performance? I've been doing that in my sleep. He's got some vivid dreams, I guess. And he says, Max has to find validation in the ratings, but nobody cares. What they care about is Ricky Stark stomping you. Uh, Max doesn't know what it's like to have people support him, but I do. I'm a reflection of what you want to be. I'm the man. Uh, then we have an FTR promo. They uh, called their match against the Briscoes the last one, the dog collar one. Mm. Greatest of their careers, which you concur, Steve. It was, I probably, like, pint for pint, the bloodiest. Yeah. It was, yeah, because there was a lot of blood in that match. a lot of blood in the match. I haven't got a chance to watch it yet. And it, it was probably the most entertaining of their three. Mm-hmm. The first one but, was really good. But goddamn, the first and second one were both really goddamn good. Yeah, it's a hell of a trilogy. Um, I could I could see a case being made for any of these three being the best matches of their career. Yeah, but they put on some really good matches. Yeah, they do. They do. So uh, uh, Dax says uh, he says, "Ask boys." No, I'm gonna call you by your names, Austin and Colton. You wanted our attention. You tried to take the shine from FTR, but that ain't gonna happen. Then Cash says, "Yeah, you wanted to kill us, kill our legacy. You're so desperate for attention because you got daddy issues. Well, now you have our attention." Yeah. Yeah, yeah, FTR is definitely going to win that. You would hope so. <laughs> Do you see uh, who they're who they're uh, taking on at uh, Wrestle Kingdom? Hold on, don't tell me. Don't tell me. I don't. I have no idea. But Gallows and Anderson. No. How fucking nuts would that be? That'd be pretty wild. Uh, it's not going to be Suzuki good. Nope. Okay, hold on a second. Is it a Bullet Club faction? Nope. Is ah. it a Bullet Club faction? You mean a team? Sorry, team. Yeah, no team. Okay, interesting. Do you want to know uh, what faction they're in? Well, that's why I'm narrowing it down. Are oh, they in right. chaos? Oh, is it United Empire? No. There's only like two. Chaos? Yeah, it was, they're in chaos, yeah. Okay, they're in chaos. Who's in chaos? Uh, Okada and no. uh, Ishii. No. Is it a Goto team? Yes. <laughs> Goto and who does he tag with? Come on, it's your favorite wrestler. <laughs> oh, ooh, I don't know who that Yoshihashi. is. Yoshihashi. Hey! Oh no, that's right. He tags them, doesn't he? Yeah, the finals. <laughs> I guess the finals were for the for tag league were Aussie Open and uh, Goto and, and Yoshihashi. Goto and Yoshihashi got the win. What do you think? You think FTR is going to beat? Uh, they're they're going to they're going to be dropping titles left and right, right? Yeah, now. I think so. I think They'll so. keep the AAA ones for a while. Yeah, AAA loves when they have people not in their own promotion holding titles. That's like their thing. Yeah, it is kind of their deal. Yeah, you hear the thing about uh, El Vikingo? Like yeah. if you if you book him for your show, you can't stream the show. Yeah, I'm sorry, you can't stream his match. Yep. Yeah, so he's yep. going to be in either a bunch of dark matches, or well, yeah, I mean literally, he's going to yeah. be in a bunch of dark matches. Yeah, yeah. 
anyways, get back to Dynamite. We're backstage. Jericho is going through the backstage area, just having an absolute tantrum. Oh, unhappy. He's got a chair and he's hitting shit. stuff. Just pushing uh, road cases. And then he goes to his locker room, and I think he's trying to slam the door, but it's got one of those things on the door where you can't slam it. Oh, and yeah, so he right. closes it and just goes, really slow. Because those things make a noise, you know? <laughs> the things they have at the top of the door that keeps it closing real fast. Who You think whoever may invented that? They're a millionaire, right? It depends Damn. if they worked for another company. If they, if they worked for another company. Oh, no. And, you're probably and they invented right. that while working for that company. Work they, for got, they got their normal salary, whatever they got paid. Didn't see another dime. Oh, man. You've got such a negative worldview. I'm thinking this person's rich, and you're immediately thinking they're getting screwed. <laughs> and it's, such the, it's such the difference between you and I. <laughs> but you have the negative attitude about Bully Ray, and I'm like, no, he's their Brock Lesnar. I don't know if you said that in a positive light, though. <laughs> I didn't say it either a positive or negative. It's just matter-of-factly. Exactly. Uh, anyways, uh, Ty Conti versus Ruby Soho was next. Of course, Ty was involved in Ruby's nose being broken, so this was Ruby. Well, they're just involved, being, at least in kayfabe, she broke her nose. <laughs> she, yeah, her limbs were involved in it, yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, so, yeah, Ruby gets the win here. I thought this was a fine match. This it was good, good stuff. Match. It was a good, good match. Good to see that, Ruby uh, back. The hammerlock DDT on the, on the ramp looked rough. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was rough. So, yeah, Ruby gets the win, hits Destination Unknown, and then Anna Jay comes to the ring, blasts Ruby from behind, hits her with a gory bomb. So that's that's Ruby's next match. It's Anna Jay. Yup. Yep, she's going to be going on a tear. Uh, after that, this was real. This was, like, shockingly uh, poignant here. Hangman backstage this getting checked great. by the trainer. You this just think great. that it's going to be like, oh, he's getting checked by the trainer. He's fired up. Let me tell you something. But no. He says, uh, he says, I know what you're going to ask. You're going to ask when I'm going to be clear. Marvez. Marvez looking for an interview. Sorry. Right. Yeah. And he's like, uh, he says, you're asking when I'm going to be clear to challenge Mox. He says, I don't know. He says, I'll give you a status update, though. He says, the one I didn't give when I was snoring on the mat for 60 seconds. He says, I came through in the ambulance and I started getting the questions they're asking. He says, he says I'm getting those questions and I'm answering right. He's until they asked me what my son's name is because I had a picture of it and his beautiful green eyes were staring at me. And he says, for a whole hour, I didn't know what his name was. And he's tearing he up. Yeah, he's getting emotional. He says, I've been to hell. He says, that's hell. He says, I've been to hell. He says, I've seen him. He says, I'll see him on Friday. And if Mox wants to take me to hell, I'm going to take him with me. Oh, this was amazing. This was fantastic. Fantastic. Oh, is this true? So in, in YouTube chat, uh, Rick here says, did any of y'all hear Moxley say Alistair instead of Malachi? No, I didn't hear that. I did not hear that. I wonder if that's true. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, then we get best friends and Dustin Rhodes backstage for a promo. Uh, Dustin challenges Kip Sabian, Trench Seven, and Butcher and Blade to a match on Rampage against, I think it's himself, Orange Cassidy, and best friends. That is correct. Uh, and then we had our main event, Ricky Starks versus MJF. Ricky got lots of shit in here, sent MJF running. He was, you know, he went out to the crowd, pissed off a lot of people there, he was flipping them off and stuff. Well, he's like taking people's popcorn and throwing it up in the air. Took one guy's hat and chucked it. Chucked it, yeah. 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 So MJF was working over Starks' midsection and his arm. Yeah, right. Both. In the Both. end, just kicked him right in the front area. Yeah, so there was like, he's like, at, towards the finish, he hid behind a ref. Yeah. And then, you know, in the, the chaos that ensued, uh, the ref was distracted, so he just, you know, casually kicked the dick. Matter of factly. Very matter of factly, yeah. Like, ah, fuck this, I'm done. Uh, and then rolled him up, and he got the win. Yep. Then uh, so then he, yeah. Yeah. Walks up the ramp, MJF does. He's met there by Brian Danielson, who chases MJF to ringside. MJF escapes through the crowd. Danielson gets in the ring, points at MJF, gives some shine over to Ricky Starks. Uh, and yeah, man. So that, I mean, he's been, this is kind of obvious. He was calling him out this oh, whole yeah. time. Oh yeah. Um, I just hope Danielson, they, I get it. I know like all of MJF's matches are, he uses the ring or he kicks him in the balls cheats or somehow, something yeah. like that. Yeah. He just cheats. He just blatantly cheats. Matter of fact, like you said, yes, I hope they sort of write some convention into this next match where that's not going to like, they got to, I want to see a little bit more clever with MJF. I do too. Cause the match, the match prior to the, 
cheating spot was like a good old school wrestling match. Dude, that's how it happens. Like in ninety nine percent of Mac, of MJF's matches, mm-hmm. is that they just and I get that's his thing. I understand that that's his thing, but I think it'd be interesting if they took that away from him for at least one prominent feud, one big mm-hmm. feud. Mm-hmm. You know, so especially yeah. you know if he he is continually calling himself the best wrestler in the world now because he's champion. You know, yeah, right. When yeah. you're actually facing who many people consider the greatest wrestler in the world and Brian Danielson. Mm-hmm. Can you beat him without cheating? I know it's, yeah. it, the answer is no, he won't do it, mm-hmm. you know, but it'd be, I don't know, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Let's go ahead and answer some questions. Before we get to some questions, I just want to point this out real quick. You know, we had a blast this past weekend at action coast wrestling. Yes. Right now you can get tickets for the next show here in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. It's the same day as elimination chamber. We're going to be there because the show starts a little bit later. Show basically yes. starts, Right after Elimination Chamber yeah. ends. So even if you're into the WWE, you check out that show, watch watch along with us, jam on down to the Action Coast Wrestling Arena here in Sacramento and check out the show. Should be a blast. But there was one incident that sullied the night for me, Larson. In the, you know, because we were producing the show. Yeah. We're, we're, we're filmmakers, right? Yeah. So we we're trying to capture this, the essence of the show in cinema. And, uh, and in all that sort of hullabaloo, I left my precious white hydro flask. The one with all the stickers on it. The one with all the stickers. I've had it for years now. Yeah. It's it's a sentimental favorite of mine. Um I gave my I use I had the green one. I got to replace it, but I I gave the green one to a homeless guy who came by when I was playing basketball. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know what? I got this white one. I don't need another one. I got this white one. It's banged up. Yeah. So it turns out, and I, I texted uh, Magnum. I was like, hey, did anybody sees this thing? Can you get it back for me? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, sure. He says, there's a problem. It hits me back. There's a problem. Trip Rogers has it. Ooh. So for anybody who doesn't know, Trip Rogers is, is, is honestly the son of a bitch. He's a, he's a wrestler up here uh, in Northern California. He's all over the place here. He basically Bay Area, wears a onesie. Sacramento. He wears a onesie. You know, I'm not. I'm not even giving shit about the onesie because it's it's a cool color scheme. It's black and pink. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a cool looking onesie. But this dude gets on the Twitter today, and he and he freaking says day four with your water bottle, and he starts listing all the errands that he's running with the water bottle. I think he's actually using my water bottle. How fucked up is that? That's disgusting. So, what are you gonna do about it then? I mean, honestly, the only thing I really can do is just ask our friendos to go to Trip Rogers 3 uh, with two P's. He spells the name with two P, with two P's. So T-R-I-P-P Rogers 3 at at the Twitter and just blow him up. You know, I think I think I think you're going about this all wrong. I think the obvious thing is that someone's got to have your proxy and that we have a match. Oh, shit. Determine who possesses the water bottle. Oh man, that's a great idea. At I hot, like my idea, but stuff. I think that I like that idea better at hot stuff. Yeah, I, I gotta find somebody. I gotta find somebody. We gotta get to this have done. Have your proxy, and then we if that, get this per, that person wins, my water bottle needs to be on the line here. Then you get your water bottle back. How's that? Yeah, sound? I think that's great. All right, that's awesome. Let's go ahead and answer some questions here. Let's do it. We got one here from David Matushek. Considering that action, uh, Andretti. Put on a surprisingly good showing against Jericho. What other talented fall guy should be given a major spotlight instead of just being squashed? Um, uh, there's somebody who loses a lot, whether it be an AW, a WWE, NXT. Oh, you know who I love who loses a lot? Uh, Malik Blade and Idris Anoka. Yes. They need to stop fucking around with those guys and have them put together wins. Oh, you're going to be interested with the outcome of uh, Von Wagner's match then. You'll be into it. Okay. All right, cool. You'll Evidently, it was like the best NXT ever because you keep on singing its praises. It focused on telling stories, and most of the matches were were, were decent and advanced stories, so. Can't ask for more than that. Blake nope. Whitehouse says, are the trio's titles worth stripping the tag division of solid teams? Fucking what? Huh? Jeff Jarrett and, and Jay Lethal is super solid team. There's a Hall of Famer on that team. The solid-est. Yeah, it's a solid uh, team, I suppose. 
That's a serious question, though. Like, AEW had loaded up with talent so much that the trios thing seemed so obvious. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's like the acclaimed and then who are amazing and then, like, nobody else, really? Well, there's FTR, but they just beat FTR, yeah. Yeah, right, yeah. I know what you're saying. I sort of was out of the way. Um so I don't know. I, I, to me personally, I see it as an opportunity, just like the acclaimed got the opportunity, you know, when there was that vacuum mm-hmm. to then elevate themselves into the most popular thing in AEW right yep. now. Yep. Absolutely. Um, so I hope that there become, you know, there's more awesome tag teams full of young, hungry talent like Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. Exactly. Yes. Who are waiting to, to step up to, to, to potentially capture those tag titles, exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Alex Foster here says, do you guys think WWE and New Japan working together could potentially affect New Japan's relationship with AEW? I imagine Tony wouldn't sit there and take it. He would not. I'd not. I don't see any indication that they're working together, WWE and New Japan. It's just Carl Anderson agreed to do these dates for New Japan, and that was probably one of the the things that they had to negotiate Mm -hmm. in his deal with WWE after – Carl Anderson drops that never open weight title. I would be very surprised to see any sort of relationship between New Japan and WB, but I could be completely wrong. Yeah, I I kind of feel like yeah, I'm I'm kind of curious. Like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm curious to know like how the nuts and bolts of that went down. You know, like it just I like that WWE is like yeah, cool. You know, as opposed to let me, well, let me ask you this. Hmm. If Vince McMahon were in charge and he really wanted, for whatever reason, he really wanted Gallows and Anderson back. Mm-hmm. But they had already signed like a legal thing with New Japan. Mm-hmm. How would Vince have treated? How would Vince have treated that? Because he wouldn't have let them do New Japan. That would have been off the table. What if you said, "Okay, we'll wait until you're done with New Japan and then"? But if he really wants them, maybe he just would have said, "F it, just mail them back the title." I don't know. Yeah, right? Like, what is yeah. like, just break their agreement. Yeah. I think that's more likely than go do Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, probably. Probably. <laughs> probably. Right. Fuck it. Mail them the title. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Shavon here asked, would a, could a best of seven series work for the top title? That's some interesting story beats, but having the champion lose that often could hurt their momentum. It depends on the story. If the story is good. Um. Yeah, if it's two people who are so evenly matched. No, I don't know. You know, you look, for example, right now, Hangman and Mox, right? Yeah. If that was for the title, that'd be a killer best of seven. Yeah, I think if, if it's if it's a good story, and especially if people who are familiar with each other. Oh, yeah. It makes all the sense in the world. If two people who are, who are you know, either a tag team like Kenny and, and Hangman, for example. Mm-hmm, yeah. Or people who are friends or whatever the case may be. People who really know the other person's wrestling uh, arsenal. And knows how to counter it. That makes all the sense in the world. That really makes all the sense in the world. Uh, Cameron uh, here asked, did the JAS become the Jobber Appreciation Society? Oh, hey, oh. Uh, Luis Reza says, uh, who's a highly touted wrestler who never worked out? Highly touted. That's a, That sounds like a good count out. Top 10 highly touted wrestlers that never worked yeah. out. Yeah. Dan Mason Mace. Ryan. Yeah. Oh, Dan Mason. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, Daniel Pewter. Yeah. Uh, dang him. Oh, uh, what's his name? Mordecai. Mm. You love Mordecai. I like the idea of the gimmick. Yeah. Was it Pritchard said that he de- that that the dude decided to uh, like wrestle really slow and made his matches boring because mm-hmm, he thought it yeah. fit the character. Yeah. Dang him. Q here has a good question with Tony Khan owning. I he licensed Round Ball Rock. What a great yeah. song. No, it's great. With, which obscure 90s that's NBA That's Tesh, pl- right? Is that Tesh? Yeah, that's John Tesh, yeah. Yeah. Which obscure 90s NBA player should join an NBA faction that includes the NBA on N- on TNT guys? So you have Shaq, you got Kenny, you got Ernie, you got uh Charles Barkley. Mhm. Mm-hmm. What obscure 90s NBA player should join that team to create a new faction? Obscure 90s NBA player. I don't know, Dwayne Coswell. <laughs> Good answer. Lionel Simmons. How about that? Sasha Vujicic. He was in the <laughs> 90s, right? He's more of the odds, I guess. Yeah. I just saw a picture of Sasha Vujicic at a Lakers game recently. Uh, Hasn't uh, aged. Hersey Hawkins. Well, that's good. Yeah, I like that. That's good. 
Latrell Sprewell is not obscure. Yeah, I don't really think Hershey Hawkins is that obscure. Yeah. <laughs> Dan Daniels, Tom Gugliotta. <laughs> Detlef Shrimp isn't obscure, right? No, not really, no. Whoops. Like Dwayne Coswell. Like any most most players on the Kings in the nineties is is a good answer. Right, yeah. That's yeah. yeah. I mean that's I can name any sort any number, you know. Bano Udrick. That was the odds, but still. Yeah. Bano. Uh, yeah. Anyways. Your cat's a- uh so yeah, my cat just sneezed. She got into a fight today. You mentioned that. I gotta let her out, and then but he, Paul's almost here, so maybe. Okay, why don't you just why don't you bring the spring the spring triple H in, and then then I can talk what? to him. And you can handle that. Hold on a second. Well, you could you don't have to do that. You could just you just could have switched over to Triple H, and you could have handled that, and then there wouldn't be this kind of awkward situation here. I don't know why you didn't do that. Sorry, what were you saying? I was saying, you saying you just you just should have put Triple H on, and you oh, could yeah, have handled the cat situation. I should, yeah, I know, I should have. I you totally have. should have. I don't know why you didn't do that. I neither do I. Matumbo is not an obscure character. No, no. Malone, that's not an obscure. No, come on, man. Let's get obscure. Unless here. you're talking about me, Jeff Malone or Jeff Malone. Not really. That is obscure. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Jeff Hornacek was a hell of a shooter. He was like yeah. the third best member on that team. Yeah. Um. So yeah. No, we're gonna get Triple H in here. I got plenty of paperwork to do, et cetera, et cetera. Um. Do you have any idea what you're gonna ask Triple H? No. I'll let mm-hmm. him lead the way, sure. I mean, regardless of what I ask him, he's going to just say what he says. So, Yeah, he's a bit of a son of a bitch. All right. Wow. What? What? No, I've seen it. I've seen your conversation with him. Oh, he's kind of right. a son of a bitch. All right. all right. Don't tell him I said that. Okay. Did Fat John Cena just call me a son of a bitch? Wow, how did you hear that? I am not, because I'm listening to the, you idiot. I'm listening to the show. What oh, so sorry. What is your problem? Sorry, it's, you know, it's, I've had a long day. Triple H, how are you? How are you? I know it's late I, for I've you. I've had a long day, too. It's late. I should be in sleep getting all my just soaking in all those Zs. Okay, well, I won't all keep you long. All that sleep right here. Yeah, that's right. I won't keep you long. Um, so did you watch wrestling as winter is coming? Yeah, yeah, I did. How about what you? What did you think? Was it crap? Yeah, it was kind of middle It was of crap, road. wasn't it? It was crap. Because, so like, you know, Jer- Jericho, they got Jericho, number one terrible worker. But Jericho is in there against a jobber, and then the jobber wins. What kind of crap is that? I mean, that's kind of like when Scott Hall lo- uh, lost to, to X-Pac, right? No, X-Pac. What are you talking about? Sean is Sean. Sean is great. Sean. Sean is great. Sean Waltman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sean Waltman. Yeah. What's so yeah, funny? He's great. Nothing. All right. Still kid. That's funny. Yeah. Remember, remember it's his late, theme song? It's late. It's late. No, you remember know. his X-Factor theme? I yeah, got, I got everything, everything I, ever I wanted. wanted. When you deal with the X Factor, suck it. X Pac, yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's all great. Yeah, no, uh, winter well, wrestling is coming is terrible. It's awful. Uh, it was crap. I watched so, it, you know, trying to, you know, because I, I'm going to sign the acclaimed because oh. they're the only good thing on that company. But that's happening. Yeah, I'm signing. Oh, you're that. not interested in bringing MJF in? No, no, that guy's terrible. Is he like oh, wow. Five? He's going to no, lose all his leverage then. He's awful. No leverage whatsoever. None. Mm-hmm. He's already. I got. Here's a scoop for. He's already signed for five years there. He's there till 2027. Oh, okay. Well, there's still, a still scoop be pretty for young. You. When he when he, that contract expires. When he's done with his contract, I'll I'll take a look at it. Maybe we get him some stem cells. He can grow like six inches. That'll be a true superstar. He's like five three or something. I'm not gonna do that. I mean, look. I know I got. I know I've got the reputation for you know liking guys like Gargano, but come on, at least he's five ten. Hey, let me ask you something. Yeah. Fat John Cena earlier said that uh, he thinks that I pace my stories too slow. Agree or disagree? Speak. Um, I mean, I think it's a kind of a, a, a broad generalization. I don't necessarily think that's always the case, no. Yay or nay? Well, I don't think it's, it's as simple as the yay or nay answer. I mean, every story has its own pace, and you treat it as such. Yes or no? Are you tired of seeing Bray Wyatt talk in circles? Be honest. Well, to be to be fair, that's kind of just what he's done his entire tenure in WWE for the mo- most most part, right? I know, but this is a new era, the Triple H era, the game era. Yeah. Well, Are least, you ready? At least he had his first feud against LA Knight. That's something different. Yeah. I like LA Knight. He's great because he sounds kind of like Stone Cold, but he also sounds kind of like The Rock. Yeah. But then he looks like he's like 53 or something like that. Yeah. It's like weird. It's like a guy on like Hollywood Boulevard doing an impression, 
But it's like, oh, man, I can't believe The Rock's voice is coming out of this guy who looks like he should be playing, like, rec league basketball for, like, the 15 over crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. But it's great. He's, like, dresses terrible. Yeah. Well, you you know, he calls himself a megastar. But if mega means, like, he looks like he belongs, you know, like a bingo hall, actually playing bingo, not wrestling, actually playing bingo. So, actually, I I B5, yeah. I thought of a question for you. Actually, uh, what's your uh, question? Someone here in chat said, so there's been some rumors about don't interrupt about Vince maybe trying oh, to come back. Oh. <laughs> right? Yeah, no, I'm gonna, I know, no, that's never gonna happen. You know why? Why? Because he could suck it, break it down, dude, 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 pedigree to Vince McMahon. I'm gonna drop him with a sledgehammer, dude, Not gonna happen. He sucks and he's got new allegations, dude, dude, dude. Is he still here? He's gone? He left? He's gone. That went great, man. That was fun. Oh, that's cool. Right on. Did he know that I called him a son of a bitch? He did. I don't think you're in his good graces. Yet another reason why I should not do these calls with Triple H. And he continually calls you Fat John Cena. I don't re- Where's the lie, right? <laughs> <laughs> he anyway. still calls me Steve. I don't, I don't... Whatever. You know, if that's the worst he calls you... Yeah, at least true. you're not being referred to as a portly John Cena. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Anyways, I think I stuck up for you in that respect once. Maybe not. I don't know. Did he like wrestling is coming? Or what winter is coming, rather? What do you think? Probably not. He didn't no, like he, it he didn't AEW. like it at all. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Oh, they didn't call AEW a pissant company tonight, so. Well, that's nice of him. I feel like it's probably implied, though. Yeah. Yeah, it is based on how he he talks about that company. Yes. Yeah. Um, anyways, I mean, look, there's a lot worse things you could look like than a fat John Cena. You know, you see the trailer for the whale? No, I haven't watched it yet. Good lord! Even that trailer makes me cry. Hmm. Oh wow! Yeah, powerful stuff. Hmm. Anyways, uh, thanks everybody for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. Uh, YouTube chat, uh, leave do us a favor. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't. Uh, leave us a comment. That helps. If you're in the audio realm, leave us a rating, review, or a comment. That helps. And, uh, yeah, tomorrow, I don't know about Smash Zone. I think I have, like, a thing that I got to do. Uh, so, until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye, everybody. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.